0: that was from el conde
1: on this episode of why watch that
0: why watch that's on a quest to help you find the movies and tv shows you'll love buckle in in 18th century france Orphan Augusto Pinochet became a soldier for Louis XVI and Marie Antoinette before bailing when times got rough. He faked his death and flew away to Chile, where centuries later, now played by Jaime Badell, he's ready to fly away again.
1: Yo no quiero vivir años, madre. ¿Por me de
0: and being called a thief is the worst of insults for a soldier. Why not call the man what he is? A murderer. A vampire. Oh yes, but who knows his true identity, which provides the explanation for his heinous acts from the past? Well, all will be revealed at what he hopes is the end of his so-called life, as he's surrounded by his family, including his equally nasty wife, Lucia, played by Gloria Munchmeyer, and his grasping grown children, who have their own agenda. I told you to convince you, imbecile. And then, no, Martina? And while they still call him General, Augusto really had designs on becoming a god, and he preferred to be called the Count, El Conde, that is. But all didn't go to plan, which is why he's decided to say goodbye for good by refusing to quench his blood sucking thirst. And in so doing, he and those around him will have to confront their ghastly legacy. They have regrets. And those supposed accounting mistakes provide an opening for an unseen enemy to draw near. After all, the Catholic Church has never been a fan of his, starting way back when he discovered how blood gave him power, much to the dismay of the nuns and priests he slaughtered. So, following his near 20 years in power as the dictator of Chile, his fall from grace or disgrace, his escape to well-deserved exile, and the recent manhunt for the creature that shocked the nation by ripping people's hearts out of their chests, the church sends a spy into its midst with a mission and a crucifix. Papa, esta
1: es, la contadora que nos va ayudar. ¿Es de confianza?
0: And this enterprising undercover nun, played by Paula Luckingair, decides to poke and prod the count before she makes him pay the ultimate price. I was studying his judicial case. He says that you ordered the assassination and the disappearance of thousands of Chileans. I. Also, there is money laundering.
1: My children don't know how to work, and I don't want them to go hungry. Of claro. course. But don't you think i no, 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 no.
0: So yet again, he's back to rejecting being labeled a thief. But there's more to the story. You see, after meeting our trusty nun, Augusto discovers that there might be a reason to go on after all. As his obsequious butler, played by Alfredo Castro, puts it. But who is this butler exactly? And why does he talk to the general and the general's wife in such a way? Chile me so it looks like no one's safe, including those who think they have the upper hand. Which takes us back to that accountant nun who finds her way into this family's hearts and minds. They're on to her. But she's on to them as well. Usted y sus hermanos estuvieron presos por malversación de causas. Fuimos presos políticos. Todos los generales
1: que ganan guerras tienen derecho a saquear, por supuesto.
0: So in the end, it'll be the survival of the fittest. But by that time, the battle lines that were drawn early on will change. So who will be on which side and who will win? Who will pay? Si nosotros.
1: all right el Conde. uh we're about to get into this one um but before we start we wanted to thank you guys for all the likes share subscribe comments on our content and want to ask that you continue to do that um and also leave us um always content comments about shows or things that you want us to kind of dig into
0: Yeah, as long as your comments are thoughtful, we welcome them. We are not here to convince. We are not here to agree. That is not the point of criticism of any form. It's just to say how you experienced it. That's fine.
1: Yeah. Now, you
0: know, if people want to be disrespectful, that's fine, too. We can be disrespectful in return. (laughs) And now
1: back to our regularly scheduled
0: program. You know I like to have my funny. I know. Come on. (laughs) <laughs> so tell us, no, right. let, I guess we should First, say this every time, yes. producer, the way our show works mm-hmm. is I watch it and review it and you don't. Mm-hmm. So it mm-hmm. works in a way that if someone hasn't seen it, you will be their re- representative. Mm-hmm. They have seen it. I'm sort of their representative, sort mm-hmm. of. Yeah. Because yeah. I have my own perspective on everything. Yeah. That's how why watch that works. Now, we will always... Please tell all of you if you don't like that format, there are plenty of other shows that you can go to. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, what about El Conde? Are there plenty of other movies we should go to? We'll I find mean, out. So, tell us. Yeah. I producer, mean, this,
1: this was a weird one for me. Yeah. Um,
0: you know, you yeah. watch it, but you're weird. So, don't even try that. <laughs> you're weird. I know you're looking at this going, "Hmm, it's intriguing," because you love yes, using that word.
1: Totally, I was totally intrigued. Um, <laughs> the, you know, the the interesting thing is that I w- I want to know what the story is, right? But you know, my challenge was sitting still and reading and all that kind of good stuff. Subtitles, so the subtitles yes, would be if you don't the, know Spanish. Yeah, 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 I'm gonna have to sit still. But even just the moments of like the interesting visual visuals that were happening if you didn't really care about the story and you just wanted to go on like this mind journey of kookiness, I think this could kind of
0: work. Um, Based on what you saw in the plot somewhere. Correct. Mm-hmm. Right. So
1: I don't know exactly like how it all comes together, but those little moments I was like, okay, this is like, yeah, I <laughs> might watch this. I mean, there were moments that were really strange. And I mean, if you don't, this is on Netflix. If this is something that you, um, yes. if this like kind of what's your whistle, so to say, um, yeah, so that's yeah. that's that's where I am with this one.
0: That's an interesting um, way to think about it. I'll come back to your point and see whether it would work just as a visual experience. Mm. Uh, before we get to that, this is Pablo Larraín coming to us here, who directed it and co-wrote it with Guillermo Calderón. Mm. So Pablo always has a perspective. (laughs) So remember the last film he directed was Spencer, Mm. which, you know, you got a reaction from it, whether you liked it or not, that's his kind of thing. And now we know that Pinochet in Spanish, you know, Pinochet, if it's French. um, We know that, you know, people don't really have the best of thoughts about that dictator (laughs) from the past and the things that he did. So what they're doing here is a satire. Uh, The question is, how does it work if you know that history and if you don't? I think if you know the history, it adds something to it. If you don't know the history, I think there's still enough meat on the bone here, like you were saying, where you go, what is really going on? It does kind of work even if you consider him as completely fictional. Now, this is a fictionalized <laughs> version, of course, because he's a vampire. Now, I, I don't know in the real world. I can't comment on that. but <laughs> Like, just that idea, I think, is hilarious. I think it was brilliant to just even say, let me turn a real person from history into a vampire to explain <laughs> why he did all this terrible stuff that he did. Now, another thing that's not in the plot summary producer is we do have a narrator and it's a British woman uh, played by Stella Gonet. Why? It's for a very good reason. You'll find out at the end of the film. So you might be going, why did he choose this woman speaking in English? So this is not subtitled, the narration for us, for English speakers, speaking in English. Why? I'll let that hang, because we don't spoil here at Why Watch That. Now, when I first started watching it, producer, I thought of certain things. I thought of Nosferatu, that classic film. And then, of course, comes Shadow of the Vampire. How could it not, if you think of that? I thought of Wings of Desire, which was the inspiration for City of Angels. Remember that movie with Meg Ryan and Nick Cage? Yes. Yes. So I thought of Wings of Desire. Now, if you haven't seen Wings of Desire, don't go, oh, well, I've seen City of Angels. No, they're not the same. (laughs) It's a black black and white movie, very quiet, that kind of thing. I also started thinking of uh, some of Inkbar Bergman's work. If those things had a twisted sense of humor and the tragedy of history to contend with. Early on, that's what I was just thinking about. And it had my attention from the very beginning just as it had your attention in the plot summary. Like some of your reactions were hilarious just to watch for me. (laughs) (laughs) Now, if I go back to the narration, I think that pairing that with visuals, it worked really well. The images were an active participant in telling the story. Just the first simple shot of him flying is enough to make this worthwhile. You saw some of that in the plot summary. The first time he flies, I was just like, oh, "It's just like, oh my gosh!" Because <laughs> <laughs> what's not the plot, plot summary, which is good, so you could discover it in the movie, is early Augusto before he is played by Jaime. So when he's in France with you know Marie Antoinette and Louis the Sixteenth, and is a soldier, and you get the whole nuns and the priests, that whole thing. And then he flies away. (laughs) (laughs) It's crazy. And the pacing was insistent without being forced. I found it surprising and funny and insightful. And I was thinking this is a quintessential film. It's high-minded, technically accomplished, daring, but without pretension. So it works at a high level without flying over your head, pun intended. (laughs) Because it uses familiar themes and techniques in like a fresh way and the black and white photography doesn't hurt the score sometimes it's harmonious sometimes it's certainly not so I think a lot of the technical things were well thought out and the first 15 to 20 minutes I think were Pablo at his best at his best then It slows down a bit. It becomes a bit too talky. So that's going back to what you were saying, producer. Early on, you can do what you said. You could just watch the images and, okay. But I love the narration with the images. I love it when they have a narrator that's well-written and well-performed and then you get snapshots of the scenes. I just like that interplay. It keeps me engaged. (sighs) They kind of lost that. It brought it back down to earth. When Pinochet goes into exile, the movie kind of goes with him and gets stuck. It requires patience to watch after its opening. Now, while a letdown, I will say, it's not quite surprising. If I go back to the movies it reminded me of, (laughs) those require patience. But they do find it again a bit during the final third. So it's that middle... Where it's maybe about 50, 45, 50 minutes, where it's just, you got to do a bit of work to watch it. Um, But overall, it's focusing on the perils of vanity and religion, leading to corruption. And I think for cinema buffs, it's a worthwhile experience, definitely but it's not the best expression of what it could be. What I wanted it to be was shorter, brisker, like a Swiss army knife of a film that cuts with efficiency and then says goodbye. Now, in the end, I would go with Shadow of the Vampire, even though it's a different kind of thing, but it's similar enough for most people. I'd go with that over this, but I do like the idea of this film and I appreciate what they tried to do. Both the successes and excesses. I get the point. I just didn't feel it. In the end, I I think they tried to accomplish too much and make too many points. You'll see. In the end, you go, oh, we're making a, we're really swinging for the fences here and trying to incorporate a lot of other things outside of Pinochet. I don't know if that was the wisest choice, even though it was bold and inspired. So there we go. You know, this is a film and that's what films do. They don't have to be perfect, but they do have to get you to think. And El Conde, The Count, will certainly do that. So there you go, producer. It is on Netflix. What do you think? You know, you should, like you said, I would watch it on a big screen just to get all of those images. And when it works, it works. It's just not going to work all the time. So would you check this out?
1: yeah I'd still check this out and understand what I'm getting into Yeah, and know that I have to pay attention
0: <laughs> so there you go watch out everybody you never know who's been living a long time and why mm-hmm. and they might be coming after your heart as well mm-hmm. but we won't we want to hold your heart in the highest esteem <laughs> thanks for joining us For up-to-date info, and to share what's on your watch list, be sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok at Why Watch That, and on Twitter at WWTRadio. Also, you can visit us at WhyWatchThat.com. And while you're at it, don't forget to go ahead and rate Why Watch That Radio on iTunes. Let's keep the conversation going.